You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. Hi, Jess. So I was thinking about this episode, as you know, because you've read the description. We have Trini Woodall on. Mm. I watched you guys do an Instagram Live earlier this year. I'm sorry, that was last year at this point. And I kept thinking, I want to be there. I want to be like in the third square and talking to them. You guys were having so much fun. And you sort of introduced me to her because I didn't really know who she was before that Instagram live. And now I follow her on Instagram and she's such a delight. I'm just so glad that you've now introduced her to the fam as well. I love Trini. I am a dyed in the wool member of the Trini tribe. I love her makeup. 
I love her. Oh, her makeup is, I was just saying, I love her skincare because like her makeup is skincare. So she, she doesn't have standalone skincare really. It's like makeup skincare hybrid. Yeah. You've raised a wand to her products. Yeah. Mm, That that BFF like de-stress serum. If you're not, if you haven't already tried it, I would say um, it's worth checking out, worth investigating. Um, But I have been watching Trini, um, you know, as a style guru for some time. I've been a fan of her books. I've been a fan of her personality for really like almost 20 years. She, if you don't know who she is, she was one half of, I don't know, I don't even like saying one half. It makes it sound like she was part of, of something. She's been a woman really like, she's such a big personality, but she was part of a duo for a long time as part of Trini and Susanna. She was uh, really the first what not to wear, which started in the UK. And she started as a column. Um, it was, she co-wrote it with, with Susanna and it was in the Telegraph in England. And that was in 2001. And then eventually that led to a very, very successful show, What Not to Wear on the BBC. And that went, ended up going into like over 12 countries. Many, many people became like, you know, she became a household name. And then she sold millions of books around the world. And even like led to this line of shapewear, which is like hilarious, um, called like the magic pants. Even Oprah became obsessed with Trini and Susanna. Um, she became really just like a, a style guru and, and, and a style and beauty authority. And now she is the founder of Trini London, which is a makeup brand, makeup skincare brand. Um, and she also has this amazing closet series on Instagram that you have to check out. So I am so happy she's come here to the virtual Fat Mascara studio to talk to us about her journey and what she's learned about beauty for, dare I use the phrase, real women. Ooh, welcome to the virtual studio. Trini, let's do it. And she speaks the truth. That's what I love about her. I'm ready for some truth. Trini, 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 I am so happy that you're here. And, you know, we we gave people a little, you know, debrief on everything you've done. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're obviously clued into style and beauty and all that. So they're familiar with you. But really, you know, for 20 years, 20 plus years, you have been helping lay people, the norms, find their way <laughs> through the world of fashion through what not to wear. But when you look back, I mean, You've had such an amazing body of work, and you look back at that time. What have you learned? When you look back, what have you learned about the way people dress? I would say I got to go back further than that. I'd like to say only twenty mm. years, but I'm going to go back to when I'm six and or six and eh. a half, and I'm in a boarding school, and my parents live abroad. I don't get to leave there in the holidays so much. In like where the, are they the living? Holidays. They were living in France and Germany and Switzerland. Okay, but they traveled around okay. a bit, and um. I, when I lived in these other countries, I got access to places like Benetton, which, you know, in England, you could only shop in, I'm, I'm trying to think of an American equivalent, but it was li- Marks and Spencer's, all right? For your, your mother mm-hmm. would take you to yeah. Marks and Spencer's. There were no, you know, the limited would be the most exciting thing you'd ever have. And um, I would use these kind of slightly more fashionable clothes and, and makeover girlfriends. And I loved it. And it was, that was when I got the bug of the, <laughs> of the buzz of making somebody be able to shift how they felt about themselves. And I think through my career, whatever I've done, 
whenever I've got that the most from something is when I've been happiest in my work. It's when my work has just been the, the, a pleasure and not I'm working, you know. So right. I think what not to wear when I started to do that show and I'd had a few, you know, I'd tried to go into finance before I traded commodities. You know, it was the time of trading places, the movie. It was like I was one girl in a, in a trading floor of, of 60 men. I dressed in men's suits. I didn't wear makeup apart from a very bad lipstick called Iron Lady from Miss Selfridge, which was this kind of rather <laughs> bad 1980s psychedelic moment. Um, but I did everything I could to fit in. And it was when I was unhappiest and I would go on the, on the subway to go to work. And it was this quite long ride. It was like going from, you know, I don't know, from the Upper West Side to Wall Street. And I would have on the outside the equivalent of the New York Times or, you know, Wall Street Journal. And on the inside, mm-hmm. I would have the New York Post. You know, like <laughs> what I wanted to be the outside world and what I felt really inside. And, right. and then I realized in my 20s, I really disliked it. And, and I had a bit of an awakening. And then I, from that, I did a column in, in the uh, Daily Telegraph, which is like your New York Times. And that was kind of based on ourselves. And, and, and sort of really, that was probably the beginning of my being way more interested in the concept of helping real women than doing anything to do with celebritydom. Right, right. So you wanted to help them see themselves in a different way and kind of shift and have that. I mean, you see it all the time in your work, kind of come alive and see themselves in a way that they maybe couldn't without the help of somebody who like speaks fashion and and it pushes them a little bit outside their comfort zone. Um, How do you think women want to see themselves? It's a sweeping generalization, but you must see some kind of commonality. Am I having done this for, let's just say 20 years? Yeah. And I think the the evolution of of how you help a woman has also changed. And I think as I've, mm. as I've gone down that path of life, I've realized that creating an intimacy very quickly with a woman to get to know her is something that you have to do on TV and you have to do like you have to do when you do interviews. You have to really get to the heart of somebody very quickly. And that's it's always, it's hard, but as soon as you find that emotional connection, somebody will open up. And then when they feel that trust that you know them, then they are open to change. And it's about that gentle sense of what can I suggest to them first that they might think I've always wanted to do that so I can do that so that then you can slot in other things that they might have been really scared of and they seem less scary. And I think my approach, um, a broad thing would be say it's softened. You know, it, when we did What Not to Wear before, it, you know, Stacey London did it in America. It was a show which was like, we'll tell you what your best friend won't, you know. And, and the way we were yeah. edited was very kind of harsh. But yeah. um, of all the 200 contributors to that show, I remember, you know, there was some expose they wanted to do on what a Trinusana really like and, you know, all this kind of jargony press. And, and they couldn't find a contributor who had had a bad time. And I always felt good about that. Mm. I really felt good because that show is a very divisive show and people look at it now and they always reference it like, oh my God, were you Trini and Susanna? Or, or that was a harsh thing. And, and right. I think in the last decade, my whole sense of, or actually even in the last five years, because when, when you stop being a partnership with somebody, you find your full self. And I think in the evolution of my going from working with a partner for 15 years on, on different mediums and then starting my own business, I rediscovered that half of me that could kind of shut down because I felt my partner had the better sense of humor. She was more cozy. She was more, you know, kind of um, uh, huggy, you know, uh, huggy. Is that a warm and warm and warm and fuzzy? Like like she was warm and fuzzy. And I just were you were the to her yang, yeah, 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 and just said it how it was. And and so I feel 
I've, you know, I feel I really now have grown into myself in terms of, of how I want to be able to talk to a woman and help her. Well, it's funny. You, you set me up for, you, you set me up for the next question. Thank you. I mean, you, this, that, this is brilliant because I wanted to know, like you guys, it was really like, you know, it was like Jack and Jill, like peanut butter and jelly, Trini and, Trini and Susanna. You really were like one, you you were one half of a duo and then you've really evolved to Trini London. And, you know, I wondered what that evolution was about. Like, was this something that you wanted to do for some time or it was just, just kind of a natural, like, Hey, I really wanted to explore beauty. Tell me what that's, what that's been like, because I, you do have a different kind of I don't want to say persona because that makes it sound like it's put on, but I I think I personally I see a different side of you that I didn't see as Trini and Susanna. You were more like direct sharpshooter, and now I see more of a full like you're funny. You're a lot. You're a part of your I know, I, sense I never, of humor. I love your videos. P.S. If you're not watching your closet videos, watch them. You see a much broader side of you. Yeah, I think I never allowed myself to be fun. I don't know what stopped me from, from wanting to be funny because funny is not something you put on. It's just, you know, people laugh because they just can't believe I might do certain things. But, but that is about reaching 50. All right. Because what that does, and it depends where you are and what you've done in your life that you can then let go and feel this, this utter lack of care about what other people think. And as a result, you feel you just your your truest self and you say what you really feel. And then women out there who resonate with how you really feel respond incredibly well to it. And then you develop and nurture this relationship. But going back to your mm-hmm. question before, I think I got to a stage where I, I'd wanted to do a business. I'd always actually wanted to do business. I love business. I, lo- I love the medium of You television. started out in like finance. So, yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean, I, but I kind of wanted to, you know, start my own company. And many women might be listening, thinking, what is that point by which you go from, you know, always having your dream, which is safe, and it's, it's never put out on the kitchen sink, on the kitchen table. So you de- mm-hmm. never have to challenge its failure or its success. And you can always keep it protected. And that mm-hmm. moment in which you reveal it and you put your cards on the table and you put it out there and that, that, that huge sense of risk that you have of something which you believe in so strongly and you want to know, will other people get where you're coming from? And I'd made over maybe 3,000 women, you know, over 20 years. And all those women's voices had kind of built up inside my head of their sort of feelings around you know, how they felt about how they did their makeup, their hair, how they felt about themselves, how they felt about their body image, all these things. And and the thing I noticed whenever I did a makeover show is how much women were affected by the makeup that they wore and by their sense of feeling behind or never having learned from their mother or never feeling the confidence to learn from their friends or, or being a crazy person in their 20s and thinking, I want to grow up and who am I today? And being right. able to translate that with how they looked. So makeup to me was that instant changer and that, that if I could do it properly, I wanted women, you know, I've got many plans for Trini London, but I wanted women to wear makeup in such a way that a woman will go out and say, have you changed your skincare routine? You know, that there oh, was this, I love that. There was That's this a high really, compliment. this sense of skin. And, and I think it's easy to focus on that when you're an acne sufferer for years. I was 13 to 30. I had appalling acne. And so I always felt I was, you know, people talked to my spots. They talked to my pimples. They didn't talk to me. 
um, and I didn't have that eye contact. And I, mm-hmm. I, I remember to the extent where I would, you know, like with when I was with my boyfriend, I would, you know, newish boyfriend, I would kind of get up at six and put on a bit of makeup so that they wouldn't see yeah. me with my, you know, that that terrible insecurity you get around around oh. acne. And and so for me, the nirvana was to have good skin. And then when I was making over women, I noticed so many women who had got used to a certain makeup and they might have picked it up in the decade, they felt their most attractive, their most appealing. And the fundamental difference I always say between men and women is that, you know, let's say I'm on an aeroplane and this is happened to me on an aeroplane a lot with, with, um, with cabin crew is they will come up and they'll say to me, Trine, what do you think about the uniform? What do you think about my makeup? You know, and I'll end <laughs> up with like five air stewardesses in the galley and the captain's coming down saying, is anyone, you know, is anyone giving drinks on this plane? Because they, what's really interesting about, about cabin crew is there's all these different decades and you can, you know, I, so one would say, tell me honestly, Trini, because they'd seen what not to wear. And I'd say, look, darling, mm-hmm. I know you felt phenomenal in the 80s. And all the things that you mm. you you did in the 80s, the bronzer and the kind of, you know, black holes getting towards the 90s, but the kind of panda eye because Touche Eclat came out and there was one shade for, yeah. you know, 30 different skin tones and everyone wore that shade. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine we did that? Um, but, you know, you, I, you know, and I, it would, I would always, you know, I always say it to women, you've, you've held onto that and it served you so well, but now it's not serving you so well. And now right. it's not giving you that excitement. And when you look in the mirror, I think you know there's something you want to move forward on. You don't know how to get there. And that's, uh. that's such a woman. You know, that, that woman, I know that woman so well because she's on my decade. But I will also get, you know, a younger girl. This is one of my favorite makeovers. It's a make under who, you know, I can identify with usually they had very bad skin. They wear a, a hell of a lot of base, all right? And the bases, you just see the base before you see their eyes, their anything. Yeah. And they get to their late Texture. 20s and the, the skin has got better, but the base has stayed because that was their protection to feel... Right, scary. So it's about then saying, you know, don't be so scared of your skin. You know, you're really, it's like, it's like dealing with a girl who has anorexia. In a, in a, I mean, they're two very different things because one is life-threatening and one isn't. But I've dealt with many people who've had a body dysmorphia and they you know, you really to show them what really is there and not what they perceive to be there. And it's the same applies with how we do our makeup. And when we get set in this routine, our perception and what is real can be so far away. And it's bringing that closer for a woman to see herself and then to want to try something new. It's funny that you you have that concept matched to me, which I want to ask you about. But as you're talking, I'm like, it's also, it's esoteric and it's actual because it seems like you want to match your outside persona to who you are on the inside. But that's, I mean, it's also about matching it's your about skin matching tone, skin right? Tone, but it is that it's, it's you know, the... I'm saying it's a good yeah, name. A good I like the name. So it has levels. levels. I don't mean ever to think of that <laughs> name, but as soon as I've gone upon the name, we're talking about a technology that we developed on, on Trinidad. Yes, tell us, tell us. But, but what happened was, I want to say, out with the trends, let's really look at, so I, you know, what women suit. So I then had 250 women in my bathroom. And I, by this stage, I developed <laughs> about 48 SKUs of Trini London. So I'd make them up and mm-hmm. I'd look at what they suit or why they suit it. So I had this huge kind of board. This is the beginning, pre-getting this into a 
coded, you know, program that we developed an algorithm. But I put sort of what skin color they had, what hair color they had, what eye color they had, and what colors I chose for them. And then this pattern emerged, you know, that that sort of we can talk about cool, neutral and warm. Um, I think it can be very confusing for women to talk that way as well, because they go, do I have green or blue veins? I'm lost. But I did know that some women, if they could see women who look like them, and we could show them images and we could say, look, you know your skin, you know your hair color, you know your eye color. Surprising actually how many women don't know their eye color, but anyway, nearly know their eye color. <laughs> and, then, and then we do skin last and we say, look, you know, here's some categories, find yourself in that category and here's some women and here's a video of women talking about their skin. So when we launched, you know, there was a very big section of women who were less used to buying makeup online. And you know, for them to take that risk, they went and they saw this technology and they did the match to me. And then my my kind of best moments, like when you launch a brand, it's like, you're like, like this when, when it starts, mm-hmm. you know? And and then after like a couple of days comes, oh my God. And you you advised me these colors. I thought I'd never use them. And I put them on the right. And my foundation was right. And I've been to a department store for 10 years and they get it wrong. And like, that was like, mm-hmm. yes, that's, you know, what, yeah, that's you know, what we want to do. Thing. And so... Can you also tell me about the formulas? Because you only do creams, which I think is a really interesting choice. What what was behind that? Um, I'm not a trained makeup artist. And I always felt that powders are a faff. You know, you can't do your under eye until you've done your makeup because the, the powders drop. I felt also that I'd been through the experience of acne and putting on powder after base and mm-hmm. having this build up and, and the mattification of skin kills me. You know, it really yeah. kills me. I, I, I can't bear that mattification. I, you know, the, you know, the kind of like 2015 to 19 was painful for me to watch YouTube videos uh, and see this mattification. <laughs> um, and I just have always gravitated towards cream. And when I was developing my formulas, I would mush in my bathroom, you know, at like nine different types of foundation to get this texture I wanted that was between a kind of a, a stick and a liquid and just play with that texture. and. So they took a long time to develop and, you know, all our formulas, are like we have a lip to cheek. So, so it's got great pigment, but it's not too drying, you know, getting that magical formula. Um, on, our, on all of our base, it was about getting things that gave you this buildable coverage. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I find that there's certain, I'm watching, I'm reading Leonard Lawner's book right now, which I find yeah. fascinating, all right? But um, and incredible how his mother started. It's it's such an interesting story. And so many of those things are so relevant still today. But it was always, you know, for so long, finish with the powder, finish with the powder. And, yeah. and so people getting used to that, that complexion and seeing their complexion. And, and the first product we started with, which was our bestseller, was the BFF, um, which is an SPF 30. And I wanted women to wear an SPF 30 by accident because they're wearing this product for another reason. Because I thought I really want women to to understand the importance. Because I was like I was like a turkey basted chicken when I was you know twelve to twenty five. I was literally in olive oil on the tin foil. What do you call it? Oh. Wrap, foil wrap or whatever. But like you know, <laughs> sun did its ju- dirty work on me. Um, and I just wanted that that this should be something that gives you this amazing skin, and you happen to get SPF thirty. So, so that formula developed but but as i've kind of fine tuned our offering and never offering more than we need to offer you know that's that's the other thing because brands grow and grow because you obviously want to grow the business and grow the range and grow the consumer and 
And, you know, we're working on something now and, and, and we had a new person come into a new product development and she said, yeah, but how's that range bit going to develop? And I was like, yeah, where's the <laughs> eyeliner, Trini? Where's the eyeliner? <laughs> don't know, but don't think like that. Because what I want you to think about is I'm starting with, this is the next thing that I want to do in this section. And I know that women need this and they don't know they need it yet. And I don't want you to think of the 13 ways we're going to sell 13 different products from this. I want us to focus on this because if we mm-hmm. get this totally right, the next bit will then come. You know, it's like it's, right. a, it's yeah. not sitting with L'Oreal and saying, hey, we want to do 19 brown products. What should we start with? That's a very different way of, of doing it. And that's more by committee and when you're a very established brand and they're, you know, there isn't a founder there kind of telling the team, I want to do it this way. You know, it's a very different uh, balance when you're a founder in a business as opposed to an established business, an established big makeup business. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about your SKUs right now, and I, and I know you're expanding, there are some that you just, will you ever do them? Like, do you wear eyeliner, for example? Like, I, you know, a lot of women have their staples that they're used to getting. A lot of women do. But when I launched um, Trini London, there were kind of these three pillars, all right, that I think are really important. There's this thing of, it should be portable. It should be beautiful um, ingredients and it should be personalized. So whenever I think of something that I want to do new, it's a challenge because I have to fit it into that to me because that's what's unique, that triangle about, about what we are as a brand. And so I would never do things for the sake of it. So I do think very carefully. And, you know, with eyeliner, we we, we um, brought out the stackable tea kit, which is our brush set. And there is an angled brush. And I do my eyeliner with that. Because also, I know that for myself as a woman with the eyes I have, and for any woman sort of 40 plus, that hard liner is a harder mm. thing to successfully carry off. And if you right. can create a more smudgy eyeliner, that works really well. You definitely work from a place of intuition and people have always come to you for your, I think, not just for your, you know, great products recently, but for your perspective. And they want your, I, this is my perspective. I think people gravitate to you, not just for your, for your products, but for your, your advice. They want Trini to tell them what to do. They want, they want like the Trini, not like to be told off, but they want to know, like, I mean, if I were in your closet right now, or if you were here, yeah, I'd be like, Trini, like look through my closet. Here's a trash bag. Tell me what, what, what should I do? Should I cut my hair? Should I, you know, lose 10 pounds? Like, what do I should do? Not like, not so much, but you know what I'm saying? So that kind of gives me this, like this, this brings me to my next topic of like rules. Now, like I love that sort of thing from you because I've known of you for a long time, but I think we're definitely in a moment now where the idea of rules is definitely changing. There is a, you know, certainly for a younger generation, it's not that black and white where, you know, there is, you know, a, a panel of people who have been anointed to tell us what to wear, how thick our brows should be. If you're an apple shape, you can only wear, you know, trapeze dresses. As somebody who has been a fashion authority and a beauty authority for so long, what's your take on that? I think the most important thing you can give a woman is that sense that she feels good about herself. And so it's all about suggestion. It's not about dictation. Do you think so? Do you think it's a stylistic difference? that has changed? Like, it's not what you say, but how you say it? How you position a topic that you can open up a thought for women to to look at it in a different light. Mm. Because I do believe that to an extent, 
it is helpful to have an element of structure because if everything is you can do whatever you like, that's as confusing than these are the rules like when I did my what not to wear book. Right. Um, And so for me, when you just make it, you know, when I do this, I feel this, you know, it's like when you're talking to somebody, if you do kind of relationship therapy instead of you, you you do this and it really makes you feel shit. It's like, (laughs) when you do this, I feel that. And so I, when I have conversations on social media and I'm talking, I just say, consider the concept of, you know, just Mm. this is how I felt when, when I stopped wearing so much base, you know, and just it's, it's that suggestion because I think women still, you know, the reason we have so many influencers and, and people with opinion on social media is because people are looking, they are looking for advice. Yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like lots of people have opinions or like, you know, yes, where we wouldn't have so many influencers, as you say, if people didn't care what other people with so-called influence, you know, or style, you know, that's to be debated, you know, (laughs) what they, all these people have platforms, but I do kind of laugh when I think about all of the beauty books and fashion books that say, you know, they would say like, you know, you shouldn't wear black nail polish to work. And now some of the biggest yeah, CEOs this is like, have this like, is like, you know, or, or don't wear white after Labor Day, whatever it might be. Right. You know, it's like, I, I remember I picked up this book a few years ago, which really, I love this book. And it's, it was this woman on the front, a real sort of, it was like, a, I, read, I read in the country house, uh, loo toilet of, of some <laughs> posh country house. And, and there was this woman and she had this purple feather boa. She was like a 1930s Iris Atfall. Okay. And uh-huh. it, the book was called When I Am 60, I Can Wear Purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that sort of the freedom. And yeah, I think yeah. my biggest, um, you know, thing I can do to say to women is, is you can do anything you want, but you've got to feel good about what you do and you've got to believe in it. And sometimes mm-hmm. to believe in what you do, you need somebody to give you that encouragement to, to give you that nod that, yeah, this is a good thing to do. You yeah. Know? And it's that guiding by suggestion and, and by ex- just experience. And I, I feel, you know, we could go down this route and I don't particularly want to go down this route, but there are many people out there also who maybe, you know, I, it's really important you believe they have that knowledge. And, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of quick success stories on social media of people and you're following more a kind of, you're following a kind of soap opera as much as you're following anything else, because it's not always yeah. you're following somebody who was a beauty journalist for 20 years and, and, and then has experience. There's very few people yeah. like that, but there's some very great natural talent as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just in navigating through. And I think with, you know, I am in a fortunate position that I, the only thing I, I do, which is, you know, skewed is that I talk a lot about Trini London because, you know, I, I invented it. It's my passion. I believe emphatically. It's your business. In, yeah, in you should. <laughs> but I believe emphatically how much it can help women, you know. Um, and so, you know, I have on my, uh, on my Instagram, I don't take, you know, I don't ever take money from anyone because I wouldn't, because I, I have a business. Why would I do that? But I, it gives me freedom. It gives me a lot more freedom than other people like, um, you know, you've had Caroline Hirons on here who has that balance between being a phenomenal skincare expert and also supporting a family, being main breadwinner of a big family. And, you know, that is her living. And, mm-hmm. and you know, getting an, that there should be an, people out there who you really know the difference between the two is key because that helps you to believe in that, their choices.
Ms. Jen, you know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Aloe Moves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. 
and it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. I like that you say you don't give rules, that you give like, consider this. Can we, can you give me some considerations for career and life steps, not just beauty and fashion? Cause I look at you and I'm like, this woman has had four different lives, basically four different careers or three. What do you suggest to people who want to go and maybe they want to try a new look, maybe they want to try a new job, but they're just stuck on that precipice. Like you've been able to push through that. I How? think, mm, I mean, there's, there's lots of different bits of, um, what do you tell yourself? Okay, so like, I have told myself, which my um, husband used to tell me, is 95% of everything you worry about never happens. All right, so, so that's kind <laughs> of, like, that's a good one for me. And I've always, yeah. I've always um, lived by that. Um, and you never know what's behind the closed door. And I think what we can do as women versus men when we're beginning a business or wanting to change something is we'll look at all the reasons something might not work, you know? Of course. And so we close the doors. We just close the doors. And so we cannot see the opportunity so easily. And it's just about, you know, there's been times when I was like fundraising for the business and I'd seen 13 VCs and they were mainly men and they didn't get it. And they said, why don't you separate out the tech and do a third party beauty forum platform? And I was like, no, the two together. And, um, you know, I would get, come back and I would think, will somebody ever get it? And then I'd look at all the people I'd gone see. And then I would say, okay, Trini, you don't know what's behind the closed door. So on days when I might thought, can I go on? Because I'm not getting that traction. And I've sold most of my wardrobe to finance this 18 months of development, you know. Um, so I think that's one thing too, is you don't know what's behind the closed door. The other thing is, what are you prepared to do to start a business if you want to start a business? Or what are you prepared to do to change a career? And it's, it's that leap and how big a leap you've had to take. Because sometimes, you know, it's like you need to see what the grass is like on the other side to realize you don't actually want to change what you're doing. You just were feeling yeah. a little bit unsettled. And in fact, all you need to do is change your attitude to what you're actually doing. So, okay, I'm, you know, watching you on your Instagram basically every day in your closet. By the way, we're recording in Trini's closet right now. And I, I, I know those jackets. It's so funny. If I were like in a coma and I woke up in that closet, I'd be like, I'm in Trini's <laughs> closet. I'm in Trini. I, I know that one with the squiggly designs and, and the, the, the fuchsia and the lime. If I saw those, if I saw those um, coats and like Mars, I'd be like, these are Trini's. Okay. <laughs> so... I'm in the closet. I love your videos, but something that I know just as you know as a as a working woman is like it takes a lot of energy <laughs> to do like 
like, and I mean, Jen and I laugh, like doing like an Instagram video is like, all right, I got to do, do the video, do the video. You know, it's a lot of energy and you have a great setup. You're changing clothes. You're rustling things out. You're like, oh, this is Zara like seven years ago. I got this on like, uh, this sale. You just have so much energy. And as you said, you're running a business with employees and, you know, new products. And it, I just, and you've got a daughter. I mean, you have a very full life. You've got, you know, big, a very, you know, big family life. You've got the whole package. And I just want to know where <laughs> you get the energy. You mentioned you take supplements. Um, seriously, like, just, I want to know, like, do you kind of have Are you faking to, it? <laughs> yeah. I kind of was getting into that. Like, do you have to kind of like pretend like, I do. You, do you have to kind of like be a little actress for a lot of these videos? No, or, no, never. I mean, what's that would the just story? Be, that would just be insane. So I don't. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Two things happen when I'm feeling flat. One is I just won't. I just feel I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, mm-hmm. So I had COVID um, uh, over Christmas, and and it, I was in bed for two weeks, and my partner was in bed for two weeks. Yeah. So it was quite. You know, the whole family came down, and I. You know, we're glad you're okay. By like the way. last week, even when I got out of bed for the first time, I thought, "Am I ever going to get my energy back? You know, am I really mm-hmm. ever going to get my energy back?" Because and I was so worried it had gone. Because I, I, when it's gone, you really miss it. Yeah. And you know, whenever I've been flat, Charles, my partner, would say, "Go and talk to your ladies, Trini. That always makes you feel better." <laughs> and he's not <laughs> saying my <laughs> girlfriends, who I speak to less probably than my ladies, but I've had girlfriends for many, many years, and so we're we're old, old friends, um, and they'll never be out my life. But I'll go online and I'll I'm very mm. candid, you know, when I am feeling flat too, and I'm I'm and I do that probably more on Facebook than on Instagram because Instagram, since they stopped having the lives on the live round button, which I think was a mistake. I, it's much easier for me to just get on Facebook. And, and, and I think what I, what I love about Facebook is at the beginning, I always call out the countries, you know, and there's maybe 60, yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 countries of, of, of women and, and thousands of these the women. The Trini tribe. The, the Trini, Trini tribe. tribe. And, and they, you know, I'll say how I feel and they all might feel the same. Like when my mother died in, um, October, um, I was quite, you know, obviously it was yeah. um, a difficult time. And I kind of got on a few days later and I, and I just started shared. And, and I was overwhelmed by how many people had lost their parents this year. Mm. You know, it was unbelievable. And that gave me even that another layer of connection of, you know, we're, yeah. we're in this together. And I think that's what I love. You know, this Trini tribe that we talk about is, is um, something my, 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 my daughter goes, Trini, mommy, it's, she'll say to friends, you know, they'll say, what's Trini? It's, it's Trini's cult. It's mommy's cult. And I'm like, it's not a cult. It's these women who, who wherever they live. And, and during lockdown, I did this, like, this sort of style special. And I just got on Instagram and I said, you know, wherever you are, I want you to pick up something and what you think about it. And, you know, I had a woman in the Catskills and then I had a woman in, you know, all around the world showing me their stuff. And, and, you know, this phenomenal woman with size, you know, 52 G breasts who didn't know how to use the camera in Canada and just the funniest, lovely woman. And then standing in her garage on her car to show me her figure. It was just, just brilliant. And I just thought, and, and what I loved about all these women and you like, like attracts like, so yeah, they all want to lift each other up, you know, and it's very rare to have a community where they do. And they really, really, really are supportive to one awesome. another and they lift me up, you know? So yeah. I would say, 
when I very first started this business, I had less energy than I have now because I have this sense of all these women in my head and, and we're sort of doing this together and, and it's this yin and yang. And so that gives me, it gives me my life force. Is it hard for you to like, be like, all right, I don't want to be public Trini right now. I want to just be private Trini in my house. Like, is it hard for you to kind of separate the line? Cause you, people have such a connection with you more than like other, like, I'm sure you have like CEO friends and founder friends that don't let people in the way that you let them in. I think, um, there's certain parts of my life. I don't talk about much. I don't talk about my relationship. Um, and I just feel there's certain things where I don't. And with Lila, you know, I might sort of say, oh, who's got a petulant teenager today, you know, but generally Lila is, you know, <laughs> she's, she's a very, uh, you know, she's a cool kid and she, she's been through a lot and knows her own mind. And, and, and I'm immeasurably, she wants to go to American university, desperate to go to American university. We're doing SATs now. Oh, so, wow. so, um, you know, she, she dips in and dips out and sometimes she's like, oh, mommy, I, what are we doing? Then? And then, but then I'll be on a live and she'll come in and just start like, you know, and I feel that's, you know, I'm, I'm protective over Lila, like the, many people try and join her Instagram kind of thing. And, and I've always yeah. said to her, only let people in, you know, you know, so yeah. I'm protective yeah. over, over that for her. And, and she probably finds it a bit unsettling. We were in Australia and we had a Trini tribe event and, you know, I'd never felt that Trini was a brand where people were around the block, you know, because we don't do stores very much. I mean, we do like three stores, but we had this event and there were like 300 women turn up and, and I, they were, none of them were in this big room. We were waiting for them. And I said, Lila, go downstairs and see if anyone's there yet. So she goes down with the phone and there's this queue that goes around like three blocks, you know, these women waiting to get in. But as she's going down, filming it for me, they're all going, hi, Lila. And she runs oh like, oh, these women who are calling my name. And... <laughs> but, but then she kind of recovered because she went around the room and she was interviewing these women and they were all like, hi, Lila, and how's school? And how's your brother? And it, I kind of thought, this is, this is so wonderful. This is so mm. wonderful because this is actually real connections. And, and, you know, we talk so much about the online yeah. and offline world. We talk about, you know, when, when dating started online, there were these two separate worlds, but they are so not separate. They are so integrated. Yeah. And, yeah. and I have women, you know, when I had COVID, I had friends of mine who saying, are you right, Trini? But I had, you know, blue-eyed birdie who lives in Australia sending me flowers or, or you know, sorry, she doesn't live in Australia, but there's, you know, women live yeah, in Australia, yeah, yeah. women live in Canada and somebody in New York sent me flowers or, you know, just that we've never met. And yet we've talked so much and, and we've had these yeah. conversations about quite intimate things. So going back to that very first thing you said, Jessica, of private personal life, you know, Women need to feel they're not alone. They need to feel they're not the only ones thinking this. They need to think, oh, you know, am I mad? And the more you can share with women, the more they can feel it's not just me. And that's so important. And it's so important to be generous, to share your insecurities and to to share your true feelings because that helps. We, We help each other that way. I love that. Thank and you. then those those people aren't strangers. They're they're. It's not like you're talking to strangers. You're talking not to your, your people. This is great. Um, Thank you so oh, I much. Know what, I know what they're going to love. So before we finish, we do our Fat Mascara Five, and I feel like the Trini Tribe needs to know. We need to know. <laughs> we call it the Fat Mascara Fam. Everyone needs to know. These are easy, quickie questions. I'm going to take you through lightning round. Lightning. Yeah. Okay. I can do lightning. What's the first beauty product you remember falling in love with? Clinique Three Step at Lord and Taylor in 1978. <laughs> done and done in the flowery package with the, I got you. Oh I'm my there. God, it was like a revelation. 
<laughs> um, what quality do you admire most in other people? Not bitching. Not gossiping. Mm, okay. If there was one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would it be? To not put themselves down. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, what is the most played song on your playlist right now? Or what song are you listening to? You can't say your favorite song. I want to know what's like really happening in the home. What are we hearing through the speakers? Okay, what you have to understand is the first record I bought was Engelbert <laughs> Humpledink. I don't even know who <laughs> I know, so, I know. Okay, so yes. my taste in music is appalling. So appalling. Right. Charles's taste in music is phenomenal. And I listen to songs and then I never remember the name of anything. I don't know the name of any... Oh, you're okay. Just like, you know, I don't even... Nothing. So I'm trying to think of any song that I have sung and it would probably be like a Christmas carol. Okay. Well, that's the truth. That's what you've been listening to. Do you have a favorite carol? I knew you were going to ask me that. Like a Mariah, you know, I could hear you. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And all the other reindeers did his toes. I always want to sing You know what, that's an honest answer because that thing gets stuck in your head. So that very well may be your most played song. We never had someone sing. That was great. Yeah, thank you for that. For you to have me singing because it's like I have the worst voice in the whole household. Okay, last question. If there was a movie made of your life, who would narrate it? I would. Good. I, I wanted you to say that. I was like, how could it not be self-narrated? You've got a great voice. You know your voice. I love that yeah, answer. I would. Very good. You could do our movie too. This was so fun. Thanks this for sharing a bit I of yourself with this. us. Thank you so much, Trini. What a voice. Like, Trini could tell me to do, like, go soak yourself in, like, a vat of cement. Okay, Trini, I'll do it. It's just, like, authoritative as fuck. <laughs> I love that. She's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Raise a wand to her. Okay, so you ready to do our raise a wand? I am ready to raise a wand. I'm very excited about mine. What about you? What do you have? What do you have? Oh, well, I'm excited about mine because it came from a listener recommendation. Mm. So as as maybe I'll just start since I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah. excited. Uh, you guys know I love a tubing mascara. My favorites are always the Kevin Aquan yes, and the Blank. The blank and the I blankety like, blank. Uh, yeah, like a couple Japanese brands. Well, I was talking about how I couldn't find a new mascara that didn't smudge. And lovely Teresa, one of our listeners, commented on one of my posts and was like, "Have you tried the Essence No More Panda Eyes?" And I was like, Essence, like, it's like $2 Essence products. How could they have a tubing mascara? Well, 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 for $4, actually, I think it's $3.99. The No More Panda Eyes Mascara is, I'm going to give it like a, I will, I'll give it a 92 out of 100. That's Here, like a like, very it is high not, <laughs> for the price comparison to my Kevin Aquan and my Blank, it is freaking amazing. Like, it's almost as good as them, but it costs about $3.99. 
a tenth of the price, I guess. Not even, no, a fifth of the price. It's really good. It's a little bit different than the tubing ones that I've talked about before because the polymers don't stay together, so you don't look like you have spider eyes. I call them spider legs washing off when you rinse it off. It comes off almost in a crumble when you rinse it off, but that's the thing. It doesn't smudge off. You have to wait till you rinse it off to get it off because it does have that tubing quality. I would just say it's not quite as succinct and compact a tube as the other two brands I mentioned, but for $4, you can't go wrong. For $4, you can afford to try it and see if you like it. Exactly. If you have deep set eyes, hooded eyes, um, you don't have a crease in your eyelid, the kind of lashes that like you put something on and it smears below or above. All of you men and women out there who have that kind of eye, you know what I'm talking about. Try yeah. the panda eyes. Actually, we should call it the No More Panda Eyes from Essence. Um, and I'll put a link on the blog. I'm very excited about this little budget-friendly buy. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. This next one is a soap. I love a bar soap. I love treating myself to a bar soap. I love every kind of bar soap from like, you know, when you go to, when you, you know, when you like go to like a little, when you're on vacation or something and you find like a little shop, like I feel like soups are, soaps are like a great little souvenir. So on brand for you. Yes. Right. Yes. And like, you know, yes. when you go to like any kind of little shop and I see a pretty soap. I oh my care. God, wrap it in a little calico cotton and you're sold. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I feel, <laughs> soaps are like my thing and I love gifting people soaps. Um, I just, I love them and I, I don't care them in beauty. Like I buy soaps with my own money with abandon, you know, like there are certain things I'm like, oh, in beauty, I don't need to like buy this, you know, for like $30 somewhere. Like I have the whole cabinet of like unused eye cream right now. So, but soaps I will buy with abandon. And there is one soap that I'm super freaking excited about right now that I just discovered. I discovered this soap from Andrew Sotomayor who is a makeup artist oh, yeah. who I've known up, for Andrew? a very long time. Yes. He launched his own brand called Oracle Jane Station, and it's inspired by Arizona. It's inspired by the desert, and the soaps are absolutely phenomenal. They are not inexpensive, but they are not offensively expensive. The Red Rocks Hand and, Bo Hand and Body Bar Soap is $18. Mm. It is so mm, Take stunning. us on a journey. Tell yes. me, tell me, what am I smelling here? It is so, it, it's, it's not, it's not about the scent. It's about the visual. Like if you look at it, it looks like the Red Rocks, you know, like mm. with all of the different like sediment and okay. the, like striations, you know, like, like sienna and cream and tan and the like, coffee colored stripes. Um, oh, this will look good in your bathroom, a oh, little it's, dish next to the sink. Yes. I'm actually, it's, in my shower right now and it hasn't melted into a slimy glob where like the striations have like globbed together. It's the design is preserved and Ooh, it's, yeah. it does have like an uplifting scent, but it's not about smelling like a gift shop. You know what I mean? It doesn't have a gift shop smell. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have any artificial fragrances, which is important to him. It has organic olive seed oil, has organic coconut oil, castor seed oil. Um, it has shea butter. And you know that Jen and I, shea is a very important ingredient to us. That's where we met when we were um, learning how shea was harvested in Ghana. So shea, like we're all about that shea life. Mm -hmm. um, it is really, really creamy. Not like It's not creamy like, like a French milled kind of like lotion yeah. bar, but it doesn't leave your skin like dry. So oh, I'm, um, I'm like in a spa in like Sedona right now. It's, yeah, it's really nice. I'm there with you. I am there. Um, actually, I, I'm sorry. I just looked up, looked it up really quickly. The turmeric, paprika, and red clay give the bar its all natural colors. Cause I'm like, it is really vibrant. It, those are the, I can't even believe that that's how it got so like 
rich and vibrant. So it has like so much to say about it. So if you were to gift this to someone, you'd have like a little, like a long time to have a little chat about it, which I think is really nice, but it's also (laughs) nice to gift yourself. Um, I'm also just really proud of him. He's a really talented guy and I'm really proud of him for pivoting into this other kind of space that's not makeup. So um, that's, that's. Tell me the name of the brand again. Oracle Jane, but it's J-A-Y-N-E. Okay, station. Um, and he also makes this other little thing that's a really nice gift idea that's also soaps called Little Buddies. And they're these little mini soaps that are wrapped in these beautiful illustrations of animals. Aww. Oh my God. That's And those are great. They're like mini organic tangerine scented soaps. So I know the holidays are over, but I discovered those way too late. Otherwise, I would have told you guys a month ago, get those for gifts. But oh, somebody's birthday sometime. giving out yeah, Valentine's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going on a journey to the Red Rocks and the little tangerine <laughs> station and the Jane Oil. Oh my God, I want one right now. They're really, really cool. So psyched about this brand. Um, soap's always an obsession. Uh, check it out. Oracle Jane Station. All right, guys. Get your beauty sleep and we'll see you next week. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp. 
something we learned about on a recent episode, and all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.